You are listening to Everywhere You Are, a podcast produced by the Dawson Women's Ministry. At Dawson, we recognize that women's ministry is not a class or a club you join. Ministry is not confined to the four walls of a church building, and it's not limited by life stages or circumstances. Rather, ministry is living a life of service everywhere you are. This podcast seeks to encourage you everywhere you are, in the laundry room, driving carpool, at work, preparing a meal, or exercising. We believe God calls each of us to be ministers at all times, in all places. Welcome to Everywhere You Are. Well, our podcast break has been a bit longer than we planned, but we're finally back. We're excited about season two of Everywhere You Are, and I have Kristen Torres with me today to give you a little taste of what to expect in this year's episodes. Before we get to those details, let me share some changes with you. All podcast episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And new this year, you can access all episodes from the Dawson website. To find the podcast on the website, please visit dawsonchurch.org slash podcast. And don't forget to add the S at the end. Also this year, Allison Parker is joining our hosting team, and you'll be hearing her voice in upcoming episodes. Allison was a guest last year, and you can learn more about her by listening to the episode entitled Living with Integrity from May 2023. Going forward, our podcast seasons will follow the school and church year, so you can expect at least one new episode each month between now and May 2024. Some months we'll share bonus episodes, so pay attention to the Women's Ministry social media to find out when new episodes are posted. Now, with all the housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get to it. Kristen, tell us about the theme for the episodes this year and talk a little bit about how that came about. The In-Between Places theme came about at a literal in-between time in ministry, between the spring and the fall summer studies. I was looking at new studies and discovered a new author. And in addition to looking at Kat's study, I thought I would enjoy reading her chapter book. While Kat did share about her personal life experiences, she uses the scripture on the woman at the well found in John chapter 4. With the turning of each new page and chapter, she used this story from John 4 to invite the reader to make peace with their past find hope in their present, and then step confidently into their future. That was an invitation for the women, but it is also a reflection on the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well. Kat taught how Jesus changes our stories, even if our circumstances remain the same. This fall, Pastor David is preaching a sermon series on evangelism. Um, In the New Testament, Samaria became a gateway for the gospel in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's Acts 1.8. So this interaction with an unnamed woman in a place that Jews avoided became the way to know God and experience freedom in Christ. It's why we know Him today. For some, this freedom may seem just out of reach or completely incomprehensible. But as Kat's tagline of her book reminds us, it's the in-between places where you feel stuck or you're struggling where Jesus changes your story. So just like the woman at the well, this year we hope that the stories of our Dawson women will encourage you everywhere you are. 
As we begin this season of our podcast, listen in to this story as recorded in John 4. Jesus realized that the Pharisees were keeping count of the baptisms that he and John performed, although his disciples, not Jesus, did the actual baptizing. They had posted the score that Jesus was ahead, turning him and John into rivals in the eyes of the people. So Jesus left the Judean countryside and went back to Galilee. To get there, he had to pass through Samaria. He came into Sychar, a Samaritan village that bordered the field Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was still there. Jesus, worn out by the trip, sat down at the well. It was noon. A woman, a Samaritan, came to draw water. Jesus said, Would you give me a drink of water? His disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. The Samaritan woman, taken aback, asked, How come you, a Jew, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jews in those days wouldn't be caught dead talking to Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink, and I would give you fresh living water. The woman said, Sir, you don't even have a bucket to draw with, and this well is deep. So how are you going to get this living water? Are you a better man than our ancestor Jacob, who dug this well and drank from it, he and his sons and livestock, and passed it down to us? Jesus said, Everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artisan spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, Sir, give me this water so I won't ever get thirsty, won't ever have to come back to this well again. He said, Go call your husband and then come back. I have no husband, she said. That's nicely put, I have no husband. You've had five husbands, and the man you're living with now isn't even your husband. You spoke the truth there, sure enough. Oh, so you're a prophet. Well, tell me this. Our ancestors worshipped God at this mountain, but you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place for worship, right? Believe me, woman, the time is coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father neither here at this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You're worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming, it has in fact come, when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. It's who you are and the way you live that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is out looking for, those who are simply and honestly themselves before Him in their worship. God is sheer being itself, spirit. Those who worship Him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. The woman said, I don't know about that. I do know that the Messiah is coming. When He arrives, we'll get the whole story. I am He, said Jesus. You don't have to wait any longer or look any further. Just then, the disciples came back. 
They were shocked. They couldn't believe he was talking with that kind of a woman. No one said what they were thinking, but their faces showed it. The woman took the hint and left. In her confusion, she left her water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, come see a man who knew all about the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? And they went out to see for themselves. Beginning at verse 39, many of the Samaritans from that village committed themselves to him because of the woman's witness. He knew all about the things I did. He knows me inside and out. They asked him to stay on, so Jesus stayed two days. A lot more people entrusted their lives to him when they heard what he had to say. They said to the woman, we're no longer taking this on your say-so. We've heard it for ourselves and know it for sure. He's the savior of the world. John chapter four, Jesus and the woman of Samaria. Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying I have no husband, for you've had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here 
when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to Him, I know that Messiah is coming, He who is called Christ. When He comes, He will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am He. Just then the disciples came back, and they marveled that He was talking with a woman. But no one said, What do you seek, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Verse 39. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you have said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of Everywhere You Are. Please rate and review us on your podcast platform and share us with other women that you think could benefit from hearing about God working in the lives of ordinary women. To learn more about the Dawson family of faith, please visit DawsonChurch.org and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We look forward to meeting you.